Blog Talk Radio. Now tuned in to the mother uh, greatest. Hey, what's going on, y'all? Happy Thursday. Welcome to Let's Chat. How are you, T? I'm good, Alicia girl. Just trying to get my voice back, but it's all good. We are here to have a fantastic show tonight. And I'm going to sit back and kind of be host and reader tonight because, um, P. Dotson, I'm kind of new to her pen, but I like what I see so far, so I'm going to have to kind of come at her at a different angle. It should be fun, Leisha. <laughs> let me tell you. Okay. <laughs> so, when I think when I started um, reading T. Styles, mm-hmm. I, I was, she had posted something. So the first book I read of hers was Twisted Obsession, and it was because she put an excerpt up. And when I say mm-hmm. she is Sister Twisted, child, <laughs> I was like, oh, my goodness. That's when I started looking at just different different pen styles. Uh-huh. But, yes, mm. honey, her pen is nice, and it is twisted. Mm-mm. Well, you know how uh, T. Styles kind of got me afraid to crack the spine of her book. But let me find out Miss Doctor has that same pen style. We now, talk you about know, that her cover doctor. don't make you be afraid to crack the book. You you want to get in there, but when you get in there, you're like, what? I ain't know all this was going mm. on. So Twisted <laughs> Obsession, they got the, the eyes, and you know, it's like, mm-mm, she definitely crazy. There's something going on behind them eyes. So, you know, here on the chat, everybody knows that we are book bougie and cover bougie <laughs> as well. But I, the mm-hmm. best thing I like about covers is I like a cover to bleed and scream whatever it is the author wants the reader to get. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it mm-hmm. doesn't have to necessarily be a naked body on the cover. It could be right. a shoe. It could be a purse. It could be a shoulder. It could be eyes. Mm-hmm. But the, the mm-hmm. whatever that image is, it has to bleed whatever your title is. 
Like it has right. to scream, twisted obsession. Like her eyes, chick, you crazy? Mm-hmm. What you in this book doing? You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> when I was doing my cover for um, my book, I had Tammy Capri do my cover, and I did mm-hmm. the shoulder, and the shoulder is there to to give that seduction. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. it's an unsettled passion. It's but it's that shoulder. It's something about that shoulder child with that little shoulder mm-hmm. and this little tip. So I love the eyes. I love how she does her covers where it just brings you into the character. Not necessarily the title, but it introduces you to the characters first. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yep, it does. And you know, another thing that I like, um, as a reader, as far as my cover, sometimes, like you say, the shoulder, you want to leave something to the imagination of the reader. I want it to kind of form in my head, whereas I don't necessarily have to have the person's or character's face on the on the cover, or rather full face. You know, you can right. kind of get the lips or the eyes mm-hmm. or even the ears or a strand mm-hmm. of hair. All of that talk to volumes. You. Absolutely. It will talk mm-hmm. to you. Those things as readers... When we look at that, your cover is eye candy. That mm-hmm. is the reader's eye candy. Your cover, your title, your synopsis, your personality, that is all part mm-hmm. of the eye candy. And so yes. it has to do something to the reader to, mm-hmm. to, to spark their attention, to want to say, let me crack open this book. And see mm-hmm. what it's about. And so, yes, I love it. When you, it doesn't have to be a whole face. It doesn't have to be a whole body. It could just be. You could just be giving them a little something. You could mm-hmm. just. You could have a. Now I don't know some ladies, but I love me some shoes. And you can have <laughs> a bad pair of shoes, and a bad pair of shoes can scream seduction. It can scream murder. It can scream obsession. If you put the shoe on there right, because mm-hmm. shoes, you know what I'm saying? So I, mm-hmm. I love a good cover. I love somebody that has a good vision for their cover. It's not busy. It's crisp. It's on point. Right. And it, it mm-hmm. introduces me to whatever the pen is before I even open up the book. So true. I totally agree. And, you know, just just on, we're just going to stick with that shoe, Leash, because that shoe can cross all types of genres. You can have a mystery. You can have a thriller. And if you could put, like, a tip of a knife in between those shoes, girl, you could just take that <laughs> to the moon and back. Anything. That shoe can That's cross right. all genres. Absolutely. Like for example, if you look at um Trust No Bitch, I think the third the third cover. And you see how mm-hmm. Cash and Nini got the, the it's not even the whole body, but it's like mm-hmm. it's telling you something. It's drawing you in, it's telling you something. And so right. I love it when when the author because I, and don't send me no inboxes, y'all. I'm just saying an author, you have to have more than just a pen vision. You have to have a complete vision for your book, not just whatever as far as content, mm-hmm. but you have to have a complete packet, your your packaging, right. your promotion, whatever. Right. You have to think about your book before that book even comes out. You have mm-hmm. to think about so the readers, your fan base. you got to think about your readers and the readers you don't have. 
If you're in the grocery mm-hmm. store, is that book necessarily going to sell itself before you even open up your mouth to sell the book and yourself? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Is it going to say mm-hmm. something to that person before you even say anything? Mm-hmm. That's so true. And also, you know, at least talking about Mimi and Cash, I think Mimi kind of got me on that not necessarily a full face figure character on the cover because most of her books are like that. But then you start paying attention to other things once it's brought to your attention that, you know, you, that's not even necessarily how I always viewed it, but that's how I like it. Right. Well, the thing behind not having a full person on the cover is also it leaves just like that hint of um, just a little air of suspense for the reader. But also because, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm going to say this, a lot of times they use the same, whether it's uh, Photoshop models or whatever it is. Sometimes you mm-hmm. have graphic designers that use the same. You have some that have um, specific places that they go, or you have mm-hmm. some that have more um, exclusive uh, pictures for their covers, meaning that you're not going to find it everywhere. But when you mm-hmm. do, as an author, even as a publisher, you have to look at that and Sometimes not showing the whole thing is of a benefit because then it's not mm-hmm. like they're seeing the same person on multiple covers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. You can get your, you can use the same image and get your cover to scream something else if you do mm-hmm. it right. If you if you mm-hmm. put the right part of the cover on there, I mean the right part of that picture on there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I love it where she just used the eyes. Like, mm-hmm. because a person's eyes, you know how I'd be like, you got shifty eyes. You know, back in the day, it's like, Mm-mm, I don't like him. His eyes are shifty. I don't like her. Something in her eyes, I don't like it. I don't like her right there. Why? Her eyes, her eyes ain't right to me. But you can tell by looking at somebody what's mm-hmm. going on in their head. Like, Mm-mm, something ain't right. Something right. ain't right. Why? I don't know. That left eye, that left eye just don't look right to me. <laughs> Not the right one, it's the left one. That left eye, that left eye, it don't look right to me. But it's just, so it doesn't have to be a a full person on the cover. It doesn't even have to be a person on the cover at all. It could be lace. Mm -hmm. It could be, they have some fabulous, um, like, uh, just cartoon-type covers, just um, abstract covers. So it it doesn't have to, your cover doesn't have to necessarily, have that we're going to take a brief mm-hmm. break and we will be right back y'all because I didn't put enough time on the show no okay okay it's not ending in 10 minutes see mine says episode ended why is mine saying that <laughs> hold on let me see I'm going to refresh I might, I might have let me make sure no one point okay. no I'm, 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 I'm back on I got to notice that my show ended. I'm like, what? (laughs) It did? I hope my truck is not tripping. (laughs) Okay, I'm back on air. I'm back. (laughs) Okay, okay. So, yeah, so that's just the one thing about being book bougie. And Mm -hmm. and it's exciting as I go into becoming an author and I I step into that world. And it's create – I have learned that creativity – not only 
does it take time? Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like a puzzle when you put mm-hmm. things together. Because you put something in one place, and it's like, mm, it's good, but it don't fit right there. Then you move it mm-hmm. around, and you see where it's going to fit. And so mm-hmm. I, ha- I actually wrote my first excerpt, and I, everybody has mm-hmm. not read it. And it was a prologue, and I was like, no, this can't be the prologue. And at first I had it at the beginning of the book, and then I had it at the end of the book, and I was like, it's not fitting there. So mm-hmm. I just moved it around. But I, I actually mm-hmm. am learning that creativity, not only it takes time, but it, you have to be very meticulous about mm. where you put certain thoughts and how you put out certain thoughts. And then it challenges mm-hmm. you because now I'm in a position where I have to write a whole I have to write a whole chapter about something I don't even know nothing about. I've never experienced it. I could be sad mm-hmm. when somebody else experiences it, but I don't have personal experience of it. And so mm-hmm. when it's that type of writing, you have to really, 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 really be creative to make sure that the reader doesn't feel that you that you don't know. You know what I'm saying? You have to re- be able right. to um, make it speak to the reader. And so mm-hmm. this particular ch- uh, chapter I'm working on is going to take a little. It's, it's going to take a little time. Creativity takes some time. So mm-hmm. all you new authors out there, don't get frustrated. Creativity takes time. Don't be so rushed to put your book out. Make sure it's edited. And I don't mean having Sister Jackie, who was the English teacher, with your friend for 10 years, who she she's good in grammar, and, you know, she's going to do it in her kitchen. There are some things you can't cut costs on, I, I, honestly. The, and editing is one of those things that you cannot cut costs on. You want to make sure that you have an editor, a beta reader, a proofreader, um, T, you're doing uh, Literary Jewels um, with mm-hmm. Keisha Green. Tell us about that. Uh, well, Keisha Green contacted me. I guess she had seen um, that I had done, I do some editing. Uh, and she contacted me and asked me to be a part of her editing crew, whereas we give um, editing tips once a week, and she posts them in her Literary Jewels. So she has a rotation of four editors. And every week we try to give some type of tips just to help authors out. And it's just maybe just to bring something to their attention that they may not necessarily be aware of, like repetitive mm-hmm. things, how to use certain words, how to use certain conjectures and things like that. So I enjoy it, and um, I think I even shared my last one with you. But it just kind of keeps the juices flowing as well as, as far as editors as well, because we feed off each other. You know, I always gravitate to those that are doing the same thing that I'm doing, and Mm -hmm. I'm sure it's vice versa. So it's a good opportunity to continually learn. You know, I'm always interested in learning new things, Leash. You know, Victoria Christopher Murray, who's one of our mentors, she has kicked me out of her classes because I've gone to them so many times. But she kicked us both out, and we are not allowed to take any more of Victoria's classes. Um, she told me, you don't need to be in my class. You just need to write your book. <laughs> so she has officially kicked me out. I tried I tried to try. I tried to get a little, uh, get I in know. that last one. She wasn't having it. She was like, absolutely I sneak, not. <laughs> I know. I tried to sneak in the back door, but she says, T, there is nothing else I can possibly <laughs> teach you. But <laughs> she said, I just want you to fly and go with what I have taught you. 
she is a phenomenal teacher. So I enjoy editing. You know, it gives me a. I have a critical eye, and I just put it to the put it to paper and try to make draw the best out of an out of an author's pen as I possibly can. That's my job as a, a productive editor. Absolutely, I love it. I love it. And you are. We always get on the show. We always chop it up because you know me and T. We we live in two different places, and we do talk all day, every day. But sometimes when we get on the show, we act like we just ain't seen each other, child. So we're gonna open up the show. We're gonna bring in our first guest. So first thing, I also want to throw this little this little thing out there. Uh, Time Magazine and Tiffany Haddish. Who put that outfit mm-hmm. on her? Who did it? Whoever did it need to get beat. Who mm-hmm. put that outfit on her? And why, why did you mm-hmm. do that? <laughs> I, I, I'm just going to say that. To, I'm going to say that. I'm going to say that to later. All those okay. who are not sure what I'm talking about, just go ahead on and Google it. I, I'm glad she's on the front of the Time magazine because she's a phenomenal actress and comedian. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the mm-hmm. act, outfit. Why Why y'all got her looking like Ma Mabel? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, Lord. Why she got that on? <laughs> that's, that's, I'm, that's my soapbox. I'm off my soapbox. I'm off my soapbox. <laughs> wow. I got to Google it myself. <laughs> Take a brief break, and we will be back with the fabulous Purity Dotson, aka P. Dotson. Okay. Yeah. Yes, 
yes, we are back. We are back. Welcome to Let's Chat. I am Miss Leisha. You know I got my right hand, and most of the time, y'all, because I be doing so many things, she is my left as well, the fabulous Miss Tony. We are talking that talk today with the fabulous author, Pete Sasson, as well as the phenomenal group, Metaphorically Speaking. Hey, Pete, how are you? Hey, ladies, I'm good in yourselves. We are good, P. Welcome to Let's Chat. We are so excited for you to join us tonight. Thanks for having me. <laughs> okay, before we get into the covers, because I, I know you were listening to the beginning, we got some questions about these hair covers you got, hunty. <laughs> but before we do that, for all of those who are not p- familiar with your pen, tell everybody a little bit about yourself and your literary journey. Okay, my name is Purity, but I go by the pen name of P. Dodson. Um, 34 years old, single mom of two. Um, I started writing when I was young, like nine, ten. And I just always like to like you know write little short stories or mm-hmm. poems, and I would let my sister read them. And then like as I got older, she was like, "You should go ahead and like do something with this. Like you know, you should go ahead and like write a full blown on book." So mm-hmm. I wrote my first book. And it was Twisted Obsession. Um, and I ended up self-publishing that one myself. That mm-hmm. one, and then I did Pure Sins, and I self-published that one myself as well. And then I think, um, did it okay, but I didn't really do my research like I should have as far as, like, you know, editing and marketing. Mm-hmm. So they didn't do that well. So then I think I signed with a couple of other publishing companies before I signed with Right House under Teeth. Uh-huh. And so then I wrote um, My Best Friend's Man. And then that's when I kind of was known a little bit in the in the game, in the industry. Uh-huh. Now, I'm just, I did not realize that that Twisted Obsession was your first book, child. <laughs> Yes, ma'am. That was my first baby. Okay, so let's talk. Mm. We're going to go back to Twisted Obsession because um, she was crazy. Yes, she was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but let's talk about this cover. What made you do it with just the eyes? What What made you do that to the to bring that out in the cover? Well, I don't know. I, I have a fascination with eyes for some reason. Like, I just, I just love eyes, especially if they're, like, colorful I, I just have a fascination with eyes, but actually the cover that you guys have, it's not the mm-hmm. cover that I have on my original book. Like I had a promoter, she was promoting for me and she just did something with it. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I like that. So I never took mm-hmm. it down. I just left it where it was. But if I were to republish that book because it's not under me right now, it's under a different company and I'm still trying to, deal with that but if I were to ever mm-hmm. republish it I would use that cover because I love it my cover it has mm-hmm. eyes but it's it's not it's not that cover but mm-hmm. I just have a fascination with eyes I, I don't know what it is I just love eyes I guess you can peer into a person's soul I guess but mm-hmm. <laughs> I just that's I just true. have this thing for eyes mm-hmm. that's true you know, I'm not sure how much of this is Tony P. So thanks again for joining us. Going to try to differentiate ourselves because we've been told we found so much alike. But do you feel that um, 
with your fascination of eyes and, and what I come to understand, your twisted pen, do you think that uh, most of your covers would have some type of signature T-dots and I? <laughs> no, I don't think so, because I don't want it to be, like, redundant, like the same, like, oh, you know, dang, is she going to switch it up a little bit? You know, I have a fascination <laughs> with eyes, but after a while, like, if you keep seeing a cover with I, like, you know, um, like, it's probably going to be like, eh, can she, can she do something different? Like, so I, even though I do have a fascination with eyes, I don't think I would do it continuously as, you know, have it as a signature because I think to me it would it would get a little redundant. And not all mm-hmm. I I do have a twisted pen game, but not all of my books are twisted. Like I do have some that are love stories and the cookie cutter books as as some of the readers call them cookie cutter uh reads. But um yeah, I don't think I would have that as my, my signature even though I do have a fascination with eyes. I can see a story on eyes. See, she got me all in this Christian state of mind right now. <laughs> Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> but have you been told that your pen is twisted? I mean, how how do you see your pen? Is she there? I think we lost the face. Kids, <laughs> but um, I have been told that in my early like when I first did Twisted Obsession, yeah, it was a little dark. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, yeah, but maybe not everybody, you know, is into the whole you know dark scene. And I do have like other stories that I do like to tell, like you know, with happy endings and the whole cutter scene. But like I. <laughs> I have been told, like, ooh, you know, so it's a little dark. Can you, like, you know, bring some light into, you know, some of your stories? I'm like, yeah, I can mm-hmm. do that. Because I used mm-hmm. to, like, I, I was a huge fan of V.C. Andrews. Mm-hmm. I love V.C. <laughs> Andrews. And a lot of her books are like, wow, like, oh, my gosh, does this really happen in real mm-hmm. life? Like, I love Flowers in the Attic. And then I'm a huge, <laughs> I, I'm a huge fan of um, T-Styles. I love shitless. I didn't know that was her. And so I was mm-hmm. like, until I um, looked at the picture, I'm like, that looks like T Styles. Because I read her first book. It was um, A Hustler's Son. I think it was A Son of a Hustler. Or it was A Hustler's Son. It's not one of those. And then I, ever since then, I've been like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of hers. And then shitless was one of my favorite. Excuse my language, but that's the name of the book. But that's like one of my favorite, favorite books mm-hmm. by her. Yeah, she definitely. Yes. You got to get to that silence of the nine. I think I have read that one. I think, is it two parts or just one? Because I think I only read one part, it's though. three parts. Yeah, it's three, it's three, three parts. parts. Mm-hmm. I'm behind. <laughs> I'm yeah, really behind because I think I read the first part. Yeah, so okay. I, I, that's my favorite. You know, I can't read. When I say a twisted pen, I always have a, a level. Like, how twisted is the pen? Because there's more than just, you know, T-Styles with a twisted pen. There, there's there's a lot of authors that write twisted. But I have yeah, to know I heard, the level um, of it. Like, mm-hmm. I can't do, yeah, I, like, I can't, I can't, I don't know his name, but I can't do him. Like, I was reading an excerpt, excerpt of one of his books, and I'm like, oh, this might be a little bit too much for me. <laughs> I forgot his name. <laughs> But he's well known in the industry. I forgot his name. It's a, I'm bad. I'm terrible with names. But I said, uh-uh. Somewhere I got to draw the line, and I I couldn't 
I couldn't do that one. It was like a guy getting cut with glass in a very not so good place, and I said no. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. <laughs> Could it have been Dean Coons? He has. You want to talk about a twist of pen, Dean Coons? He got me scared to be in the house by myself. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> Because you don't, you have books. Uh, multiple. You've been with multiple publishers, so okay. you have a book with um with T- Titan, yeah. and then mm-hmm. you have one with Leo. How, so how did you get yeah. hooked up with both of those those publishing houses? Well, with T's, um, she had inboxed me, and she was like, um, one of her um readers or a faithful reader readers of hers had read my book, had read my work. And she was like, I mm-hmm. think you should sign her. And, you know, so she hopped in my inbox and she asked me, she was telling me about her company. And she said, um, asked me if I would like to sign with her. So I was like, okay, I, I will give it a try because I wasn't really doing nothing with my previous. I mean, I'm not going to say I wasn't doing anything, but I wasn't seeing the numbers that I wanted to see. Mm-hmm. So um, I signed with her and. I was like, wow, like this was a, it was a total, it was totally different. Like it was a family oriented group, you know, we supported each other. Um, my friends list totally went up. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's how me and her, that's how I ended up signing with her. And I love Peace. Peace is awesome. <laughs> Absolutely. And how did you sign with Leo? Leo, well, after, how, well, <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, me, Tease and I, we had a good relationship. You know, um, I did pretty well under her, but I wanted to elevate my career in the game a little bit, so I decided to go with Leo because I heard he was getting a lot of buzz. So I went ahead. Mm-hmm. I decided to sign with him. Mm-hmm. How long have you been with Leo? How long? It has not even a year. I'm gonna say it. Well, it'll be a year in August. A year in August, I've been mm-hmm. signed to him. Okay. So tell us he about. He has a nice bevy of authors. He does. He does. He, does. he, and really he has does. a nice pen. Him and Portia, they mm-hmm. both got nice pens. I like, mm-hmm. I love it when you see publishers that, and I'm not, don't send me no inboxes, y'all. I'm just saying, <laughs> I like it when publishers have authors that can stand alone with their pen. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Not just have mm-hmm. an author on there. Um, but have somebody that can rock just as hard as your pen rocks. Like the publishing company does not outshine them. And mm-hmm. they right. don't outshine the publishing company. They just they move together. It's like a harmonio a harmonio a harmonious um situation for, for especially for readers. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I like that. And I like when Leo picks his authors. He really picks authors that have strong pens. Portia as well. Agreed. Because mm-hmm. I've seen some that, like, some publishers, I think, where they're in that factor where they don't want to say no or they're too nice or they're just willing to find anybody just so they can get that money. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I really do um, respect someone that respects their craft and uh, respects their, I guess, their business, you know, they're looking more of it as a business level, not just money-wise, but, like, protecting their brand, you know, trying to establish their brand, not just looking to sign anyone just so they can have a check. And I, I, I like that. 
Mm-hmm. And also Absolutely. that they continue to strive. And I think one of the words, Leash, that, um, <clears throat> excuse me, they, they, they enhance each other. The, excuse me, the authors as well as the publisher, you know, they enhance each other, and they're always trying to vie for the next level, which is awesome as well. Agreed. Mm-hmm. So what's next? Tell us what you have planned as far as your vision. What is your vision for your pen and your brand? I would love to one day direct even, like my own movie or what happened in my bookstore turn into a movie or even a screenplay. I, I, I would mm-hmm. love to see that that vision come to life. I, I would love to see that. I'm not sure which book. I, I was, I'm was. i tossed between Enough of the Drama and Shorty Fell in Love with a Rude Boy. So I'm tossed between those two, but I, I would love to see that happen one day. Mm. Have you thought about just to get your feet wet, like little um, YouTube videos or short movies? Yeah, I thought about that. You know, I I watched some some of them on YouTube, and I'm like, can I do that? Or I have, I have, because mm-hmm. I know I heard BET was having this little contest where um you could send a skit in or a small video of your, I guess of a of a of your book or something like that. I, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. So it got me thinking. I might mm-hmm. could possibly do that in the future just to start out to see how I would like it. Mm. Yeah, because um, those those can those can get traction and take off as well, and they get kind of get a taste of of what you have, you know, cooking in your creative kitchen, as as Alicia loves to say. <laughs> right. <laughs> but also, I wanted to talk. I wanted to ask you a quick quickly before we ended. My best friend's man. Tell us a little bit that. About that because you know, in addition to being book bougie, we kind of title bougie as well, and that kind of can draw your eye as to what's between those pages. I know, like every like the title, <laughs> every it's not what everybody thinks it is. Like I'm like, oh, this this is not what I thought it was gonna be. Everybody thought, mm-hmm. oh, it's gonna be a book about a female dating her best friend's man and trying to pick her a man, right. but actually, it's about a girl. Roxy, she's crazy. Like she's in love with her best friend, and her best friend got a new man, and she doesn't like him. But the twist oh. is, the boyfriend is just as crazy as she is. So <laughs> that's pretty oh. much what. Yeah, it was. It was. Everyone's like, "Wow, this is not what I expected it to be." But they still liked it, and honestly, that's like the least favorite book that I think I wrote. I mean, I like, but everybody seem like seem to like it because Roxy is crazy. They say she's she's crazy, so everybody they kind of they kind of love her, but then they hate her. So mm-hmm. okay, now this is okay. This is still Tony uh, P. I want to ask you: Did you have a book out that kind of encompasses your full pen? You got your twisted vision. You have your thug. You have you. Do you have a book out that kind of encompasses all of those? Um, I don't. I don't. I don't think so. I'm trying to think. Mm-hmm. Or is that something that you would even no, think about composing if you don't? I I think I could, but like, it's just kind of. I mean, they say you shouldn't try to go off with the readers 
all, I mean, because you can't satisfy everybody, but I don't know if I could do that, like, have, like, a twisted story, because I, I like comedy, too. I mean, I'm not the funniest, but I like to add a little humor into my books, and then, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, have this, you know, but I don't know if I could have that all in one, like, you might have the humor, but, like, is it going to be kind of, like, if it's not going to, if the total point is going to be missed because you have humor, then you have like the twisted scenes in there. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I might try that, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know if it would that's, mess well together. Right. That's kind of like you don't know how somebody's going to receive a comment over the computer or over the phone or whatever without that face to face. You know, sometimes it could be taken out of context. True. Mm-hmm. True. Okay, so so tell me about Ace of Diamonds. Tell us a little bit about that. Um, Ace of Diamonds is um is basically surround. It's the the plot is pretty much around a strip club. Um, a young girl named Aries. Uh, she she kind of had a little rough life. Um, she had to make some tough decisions. Uh, she was pregnant. Um, her mother had cancer, and she was dealing with this guy. She was underage, but she lied about her age. So he offered her a proposition. He offered to pay for her baby. He offered to take the baby, and he would give her an X amount of money. Oh. So, yeah, so she she had to decide whether she wanted to keep, be a mother, keep her child or save her mother. So mm-hmm. unfortunately, well, unfortunately she, she did what she had to do, but in the midst of that, her father steals her money. <laughs> oh. so, so that's how she ends up working at the Ace of Diamonds. <laughs> she says she ends up working at the Ace of Diamonds. And then, you know, the drama unfolds in there. It's, it's got a lot of drama dealing with the Ace of Diamonds. So that's mm-hmm. how that storyline kind of goes. Okay. You know, as readers, because Lisa and I are readers first and foremost, we love books that's full with conflict and drama, so that's right up our alley. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely full of that. <laughs> so tell us, see, who do you love to read? Who who do you love when you want to just get out of what you're doing and you want to just f- sit back and read Felicia? Who would be your first author that you would read? My first, first author, Natavia Stewart. I love oh. her work. Love her uh-huh. work. Uh-huh. Love Natalia Stewart, P. Styles, and Chanel Parker. Like those are my top three ladies that uh-huh. I I go to. I love the work. Uh-huh. They they never disappoint. So. Mhm. With, with so much that you have going on, do you ever get it? You know, how much of a chance do you get to have leisure reading? I don't like it's. I, I'm trying to get my own. You know, releases out and then. I try to read in between when I can. I'm, like, behind on my reading, like, seriously. Mm-hmm. So only time I really get to read is, like, if I'm at a doctor's appointment with my kids or my doctor's appointment or if I, or what I do. Like, if I'm riding, I'm at a red light, I might try to sneak a few pages in. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the only time I really get a chance to read is just really, really hard. Mm-hmm. Trying to like you know build your own career and you know, but I do try to support as much as I can. 
I know, yeah. I, I know what you mean because as an editor, you know, sometimes we don't get that um, leisure read, and the only time that I kind of can get in a read is in between jobs, and you always want to keep those skills sharp. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. now I look at books with a critical eye sometimes instead of just sitting back and enjoying it. <laughs> if that makes I sense. I know it's really got to be hard for you. I know. Being in your, your <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Do you have? Do you you you're an author as well, correct? No, Leisha is the author. I'm the editor. Okay, you're the editor. Leisha is the author. Okay. Do you have any releases coming out, Leisha? Is she that? I know she has stepped away. I know she's in the middle of oh. writing her first first book. So oh, okay. she was talking a little bit earlier. So she was um she put out an excerpt. I'm not sure if you was able to see it. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I didn't put it. Sorry, y'all. So I put some food in the oven, and my son is downstairs. And he's like, well, Ma, what do I do with it? I'm like, you're going to set the house on fire, child. Move out the way. I can't. Well, you got simple instructions. Simple. Okay, I digress. That's my mommy's soapbox. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> no problem. But no, I didn't put it out to everybody. I think only about five people have maybe read the excerpt. Okay. Um, okay. So no, everybody hasn't read it yet. Mm-hmm. When okay. do you plan on releasing it? Do you have a date yet, or? Well, between the end of this year and the end of next year, I'll have three books out. Okay. Cool. How long does it usually take you? I'm like asking the questions and stuff, but I'm. <laughs> God, we just having girl chat up in here. It is okay. Um, I've actually one book I have actually been working on for about two years, and that's okay. only because I haven't sat down. I didn't sit down just to write. I um. The other book I wrote for something else, which it didn't happen, so I just decided to expand it. And the other book, uh, someone asked to collab together, so it'll be a collaboration. But what I will say is I do find myself putting other things and and people in front of that. And so that's why it took so long, because I was doing everything for everybody, and I wasn't sitting down to actually do that. And so it was like I didn't have time. So I felt, I felt like mm-hmm. I didn't have time to to finish it, and so mm-hmm. yeah. So between the end of this year and the end of next year, three I'll have three books out. And but I decided to go into writing because I do promotions, and as a promoter, and I do some consulting, and so. I felt like you have to be able to kind of experience. Like as a as a reader, you don't really know what authors go through. Mm-hmm. Being in the background and doing promotions for and things and with Mimi and just being able to see the background and what authors really really go through. When I try to explain it to other people, I want to make sure that I can go through it too. So when they say, mm-hmm. oh, I don't have time for that, you know, because sometimes it's all about being focused. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times you have distractions, 
but you have obstacles that are distractions as well. An obstacle is just is nothing but a stressful distraction, but it distracts you from whatever you have your mind focused on. So being focused is really, really, really important, especially it as is. an author, because you can get sidetracked real quick with other stuff, whether it's other people, other books, um, life itself. Mm-hmm. So you can get a lot sidetracked real quick. So I wanted to exactly, and I wanted to experience that. I wanted to experience. So when I when I talk to a client and I'll say, "Well, you gotta write a little bit every day." I'm not just saying you gotta write a little bit every day. I'm telling you from experience that you will literally have to write every day because if you don't write a little every day, you're gonna be three, four years trying to write this one book. Right. Mhm. Right. That's true. What is your writing process be? I've I've been I keep telling myself I'm gonna do X amount a day and it never happens. <laughs> it never happens. So like I try to either do it in the morning or at night or if I can in between because I I I stay at home and I have my daughter she's with me and. It seems like every time I pick up that laptop, that's when she wants to come and talk to mommy. <laughs> so, Never like, fails, right? <laughs> yes. So, like, if I can't, I'll try to do it in the morning. Or if I can, if she's, like, watching cartoons or she's eating, i try to pick it up and get on my laptop. Or if I can't get on my laptop, I'll just write it down. Because sometimes I find it better for me, like, if I write it, actually write the story out first or if I write a scene mm-hmm. out and then type it up. I don't know why, but sometimes it does work better for me. Well, that's so the thing either, that you found. That's... Yeah. So either if I can, like, in the morning, early morning, or late night. Mm-hmm. Now, do you have to have, like, little props like Twizzlers, a glass of wine, um, cookies? Do you have to have something with you to kind of get those creative juices flowing? Sometimes, I, like, I'll have wine. Stella Rosa, if y'all never had Stella Rosa, that's, woo, Stella Rosa, that's my girl. But um, <laughs> Stella Rosa or my Oreos or some shit, sometimes I'll do that. Some people say music, but I can't. I, I'll be in there jamming, trying to, I can't do it. I don't see how people can write to music because either I'm singing, forgetting about typing, or I'm dancing. So it's either food or wine. That works. <laughs> <laughs> that definitely works. <laughs> definitely. So works. it's we always like to do something fun here on the show. Okay. So she's gonna do a real quick fun one and wrap. I totally forgot <laughs> we had the other guest in the queue. He's gonna frip and kill me, but I'm trying to get him back. Okay. On I just got so wrapped up. I just was like, do, 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 do. And then I realized, like, duh. My bad. I had a blonde moment. Oh. Can't be having too many of those. I'm going to keep it simple since we have the other uh, guest waiting. So um, for your fun question tonight, Ms. P. Dawson, and once again, thank you so much for joining me and Alicia here on Let's Chat. We really appreciate you taking some time out of your busy schedule to join us. Thank um, you for having me. You're very welcome. If I was to roll up next to you in a car and you down in the sunny ATL or, or where where the sun is just shining and you hit a song that's on the radio and it gets you to belting, 
what song would it be? And do you think you can sing all of that? <laughs> me get me blowing like Whitney Houston or Oh yes. Mhm. <laughs> what song would it be? It might be um Mary J Real Love. Oh. And I know I no, I can't I can't sing like Mary, but you know, I'ma sing anyway. I know they laugh at me, but <laughs> 'cause you got the top down and the sun is shining, you felt it. Really I'll be you know, real love. I might even sing to the um to the people next to me. <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Just pretend the shower's running. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, but that would be my song, probably Real Love by Mary J. MJB, that's my girl. I love me some MJB. I know she's one of Alicia's favorites as well. But um, thank you once again. And please shout out to social media handles and any new projects that you have coming up, P. And also if you're going to be at any events that our readers and our listeners can come out and join you. Okay, social. Uh, my Instagram is author P. Dodson. Um, mm-hmm. Facebook Purity Dodson. Um, I'm not really. I, I'm thinking about going down to the um, Atlanta Kitback. I won't mm-hmm. probably be there as an author, but as a as a as a guest, I probably won't be there okay. as an author, but as a guest. Um, mm-hmm. and then I'm working on um, Ace of Diamonds Part Two. Oh, and that's it. Okay, well, Alicia and I going to be at the Kitback, so we hope we run into you and introduce ourselves. Yes, yes. I'm trying to make it down there. I'm trying to get my summer body ready. <laughs> <laughs> well, whether mine is ready or not, I'm gonna be there. <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> like voila, here I am. Here I am. Full body. You took so long to come. You gotta take what you get. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's I funny. love it. It's I so love true. it. We so appreciate you coming to kick it with us here in the chat room. You know that you are always welcome. All right. And thank you, yes. ladies, for having me. Thank you. You're very You're welcome. welcome. Have a great evening. You do the same. Okay. Bye bye. That was funny. Oh, man. I was trying to get him to come back. I totally, when I, I got wrapped up, and we chit chatting and the oven and I'm like oh man I just looked at the number and I noticed and you know at first I thought it was Gibbs and mm-hmm. then I looked back like who is he and when I looked back like who is he he was there oh, that's all I thought it was Gibbs too <laughs> I did I thought it was Gibbs so we're gonna see if we can get him back in I did text him I know they're they have to go to the studio so hopefully he may be on his way back in before uh, he goes into the studio. But, mm-hmm. so, you know, we always like to post something on um, social media, just like a little topic of the week, and we haven't been doing that in a while. We've been kind of busy. Mm-hmm. So today's topic um, actually comes from, I listened to Kiki Palmer on um, The Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. And she said a lot of different things just pertaining to love. And she was like, love mm-hmm. is acceptance. And then she she did a um, something, a quote that she had read or something somewhere, which was awesome. If you guys have not seen that interview, make sure you go and check it out on The Breakfast Club. But 
So my mm-hmm. topic to, for, of the week is hearts are broken repeatedly because we don't know the real difference between being in love and loving someone. Mm. So love is really acceptance. Now you have parts of it where it's being kind to them, and so you're kind to them. I'm accepting you. I'm kind to them. You know, I'm I'm affirming. I'm doing all of those things because I'm being kind. I, I'm loving this person. I'm accepting you for who you are, but it really is bottom line acceptance, right? But mm-hmm. being in love with somebody is to- is a total different thing. And sometimes we don't know the difference. And I think sometimes it's not that we don't know the difference. We get things confused. We mm-hmm. Little things that are parts of love, we we think that it's more than what it really is. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. being in love and loving somebody is two different things. But I think it's like such a gray area that we don't really pay attention to know the difference. And so I posted mm-hmm. that. We had two great posts. Shout out to uh, Brenda Stokes Lee and mm-hmm. Avery Good. They both commented. And so what Ms., uh, Brenda said was, I believe we're so stars for love that we want to believe that every man that shows us interest is the one. Single people should go back to dating and take time to get to know someone. Background checks are a must. Sorry, but I'm not Sorry. <laughs> We're too quick to bring any and everybody around our kids. A good man will understand the necessity of being vetted. Mm-hmm. That's a good answer. That's a good answer and because I was thinking um, as you was reading um, the topic is that a lot of people confuse attention with love, you know, and, it, and uh-huh. it's based on it, whether you've even been given that type of attention or the attention you feel you deserve. You can be under the misconception that it is love and that you're all in love for the moment. You know, something may come up differently next week. Right. And there's a difference between attention and affection, really. Mm -hmm. Um, You give your grass attention. When you water your grass once a week, that's attention. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? So if you have... Mm -hmm. If a man or or a woman has multiple men or multiple females, you gotta water them. You gotta make sure like mm-hmm. you tap them each, but you gotta water everybody. That's attention. Right. Affection, and and showing love, and I think being in love is pouring into them. So that if mm-hmm. if, if we say grass for instance, you're fertilizing the grass. You make sure it stay cut. You know, you you make uh-huh. sure it's, it's no weeds. You make sure that you water it on a regular basis. You make sure that the grass is good at all times. You have a vision uh-huh. for the grass. I like fluffy grass. I'm like, oh, I want my grass to be fluffy. Like you, you, you are loving the grass. Uh-huh. You're, and uh-huh. and that's a really being in love. That's what that is. Like you're loving that person. You are pouring uh-huh. into them. Uh-huh. They are pouring into you. I believe that if you can't learn from each other, you're not growing. Mm-hmm. And if there's no growth, there is no future. Mm-hmm. And then and in the same realm as that grass, you can look at grass and tell that it's being well cared for. And you can look at a person and their countenance speaks that they are being loved as well. So it shows because you're being poured into. Mhm. And it's love that you can feel. Mm-hmm. Like when other people can feel your love, mm-hmm. that's that's how you know that 
is something because they can feel it from the right. outside looking in. They they feel your love. Your mm-hmm. love is it, it's a magnet. It draws people's attention to your relationship. So it it you feel those things. Other people can feel right. them. Now every good though. She took it to the mm-hmm. left, honey. Okay, what she say? <laughs> she said being in love, being in lust, and being in deep are often misconstrued. We must take time mm-hmm. to truly get to know one another. We do that by asking the right questions and believing what we see versus what we they say. One thing mm-hmm. I've noticed lately is that some men are actually being honest about what they want and don't want, but some of us women only hear what we want to. Mm, I had Miss Avery good. <laughs> and you know, on that. right. And she went on to say, we must stop settling. The moment we settle for less is the moment we settle for less than we settled for. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. this is my thing on settling. And I don't think I'm about to say something that people may not like, but mm-hmm. every good man is not a good man for you. I think True. that everybody in your life and in your path has to fit. And he could True. be a good man. He could be a great man. He could be fabulous. But does he fit? Does he fit you? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think everybody mm-hmm. in your life must fit. If you know that you're creative and you want somebody you can create with, that then every every man is not going to fit with you. He might be a good mm-hmm. man, but he's just not that fit. You know what I'm saying? And then I think right. that we get so wrapped up in security. I think mm-hmm. that, and that comes from years of being taught that a man is there to secure us. A woman is there to um, tend to the house and, you know, cook and clean. And, um, and nurture and all of that. And nurture and mm-hmm. all of that. And I just want to say about that, uh, what Davey said about loving deep. Most women love deep. Because we nurture, we can't help but to love deep. We love deep and we love strong, but we love the wrong people sometimes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But I also like Leisha what Avery said about um, men being honest with who and what they want, and us women not necessarily hearing and seeing it, just what we want to hear and see. Because that holds true, and that's where the mismatch comes up. Because You know, down the road you say, well, why didn't you tell me I wasn't what you want or why didn't you tell me this, that, but you were told you just didn't hear. And like we've said on many shows, there's a difference between hearing and listening, and that's where those um, skills come into play. You have to be on the same page. You have to kind of be evenly yoked or else it's going to go nowhere fast, unfortunately. Uh And that's to feedback off what you said. Um, when even when you're let me see how can I put this where I don't sound like I'm bashing. Sometimes men don't say what they mean and mean what they say. Mm-hmm. Meaning they say one thing but they do something else. And I think that mm-hmm. a lot of times everybody has to take responsibility 
um, right. of their right. part. So, yes, she settled, and yes, she only heard what she wanted, but what did you show mm-hmm. her? A lot of mm-hmm. times people, people's intentions blur the lines. So if you don't mm-hmm. have the intentions, the good intentions, because mm-hmm. she's giving you her heart. And so if somebody is giving you something, like if somebody walked up to me and gave me something, I'd be like, oh, thank you. But if it was too expensive, I'd be like, but I can't accept that. Mm-hmm. That's part of integrity. Mm. Just because she's giving it to you does not mean you have to accept it. You have to be able to say, um, you know, I know this about you. But it's this, that, and the other. And I can't uh-huh. accept it. You're giving me your heart, but I can't accept it because my intentions are not the same. Uh-huh. I think sometimes but, being verbal is a necessity, and vice versa for females. Uh-huh. Being being of Communication and being verbal is a necessity. You can't say one thing and show somebody something else because they're uh-huh. looking at your actions opposed to what you say. And so if you're showing them this is what you want to do, but you're saying something else, that's so, you have to be honest. you got to be honest. You have to be transparent. Mm-hmm. And that, that because, circles right back around to communication because mm-hmm. it is so key, Leash. It's so key, and we're always touching upon that subject, and it needs to be touched on more, but you have to communicate. You can't assume what's in someone's head because most of the time that assumption is incorrect, is wrong, mm-hmm. and you're going to go on that assumption, and you're going to go about your life, and then you're going to wonder why you're still stuck where you were getting nowhere. That's true. And now a lot of times fear comes into play too. True. And I think I posted on this. Fear will put you in situations that you don't want to be in. It will put you in situations mm-hmm. you don't want to be there, be in, and it will keep you in situations you don't want to be in. Mm-hmm. Because of the fear of stepping out and going and doing what it is you really want to do, whether it's mm-hmm. the fear of acceptance or other people not um, being approval, uh, approving of what you're doing or what you want to do or how you want to mm-hmm. do it, the fear of mm-hmm. maybe knowing that you can do it. Because even though that we affirm people, we affirm people every day, I think we do it too much. Mm-hmm. We do it too much. We go around affirming people too too darn much. I think that mm-hmm. when somebody affirms you too much, they're not trying to convince you of who you are. They're trying to convince themselves of who you are. Mhm. True. Because they're not being true to what it is they really want to do. And there could be fear in them for whatever reason. But I think a lot of mm-hmm. times that fear kind of um, blocks people. And we tend mm-hmm. to go into bad habits and bad relationships and bad situations because we're afraid. Sometimes we don't feel like we deserve this. Sometimes we don't, we're not ready for it. You know, a lot of times mm-hmm. what you want may be a great thing, and it may be for you, but you may have to do some work before you get what you want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it gets blocked at that point in time. 
but anything worth having and you got to work for it, you know. Nothing nothing is free. You know, if it's worth your time, you got to put in the work. Relationships mm-hmm. are work. You got to put in the work. I definitely agree. It doesn't look like we're going to get him back in. That is so my fault. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But before we leave, we want to just remind everybody, Alicia and I, we are on the road this year. We are taking our show list chat, and we've been invited to a few events. But if you're in the ATL area, we're going to be down there t- uh, a few times starting, I think, June 9th weekend, Leash, right, with the MVP Presents, the Atlantic African American Book Expo. June 9th, Leisha and I are going to be sharing a panel. Mm-hmm. Sharing the panel with Alana Banks. She's actually from WeTV. So come out and support your girls. And uh, we're going to have a good time talking about the business of radio broadcasting and blogging. And then Lisha and I are going to be also going to be at AANBC Awards. Lisha, can tell a little bit about that? Yes. So because it's two of us and it's two award uh, weekend, it's a, a full award weekend, so it's two events on the same weekend. It, we're going to split up. I'm going to do the AANBC Awards uh, with Tamika Newhouse. Mm-hmm. This is the 10th year that she's done the AANBC Awards. Wow. It's a full weekend. She does a full Ten weekend, years. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It's always something full, and it's always author-packed. Um, mm-hmm. And T will do the MVP Publishing, um, which is Monique Hall. This is her first event um, here for this weekend, and so T is going to mm-hmm. do that event. I'm going to come over to the panel and then go back over with uh, and Tamika, and T is going to continue to um, support Monique because we love supporting everybody. Mm-hmm. But if you yeah. are a reader, Atlanta is where you want to be, June 8th through the 11th, because every author you even think about is going to be in town. Mm-hmm. And, and- at at some event, and it's going to be readers. So authors get out there, mix and mingle with the readers. There's going to be genres across the board. It's just going to be a fun time. So we hope to get to see some old faces as well as meet new faces. So come on out there. We're going to be at the MVP Presents and AAMBC Awards. So come on out. And then Lisha and I are also going to be in the New Orleans area. That's around July 4th weekend. Actually, it's the 5th, starting at the 5th. Uh, that's the road to essence, I believe, is called leash. Absolutely, and and I'll be in Detroit at the Hustle and Grind mm-hmm. with uh, authors Malachi Taylor and Byron Carey. So we'll be there in Detroit on May nineteenth, uh, giving support to the fabulous Michelle Moore. So I'm really, really mm-hmm. excited. I'm really excited. We're we're doing a lot of things. Um, mm-hmm. For this upcoming year Oh we got one more post T um, okay. S. Raven Storm just posted um, She said it's funny My book just released last uh, Last month titled Eyes Closed Closed Eyes Open It's about a woman mm-hmm. who is in love With the idea of being in love mm. She falls in love For this young Sorry Mm-hmm. Sorry, y'all. I had to get me some water. Okay. <laughs> uh, she falls in love with this young guy who at first gives her all the attention in the world. She 
she in turn stops hanging with her friends and going out. Good. Mm-hmm. Hold on. <laughs> Okay, sorry, y'all. Okay, she in turn stopped going with her friends, uh, hanging with her friends and going out. Uh, his friend tries to tell her the real deal, but she's not listening. Uh, in the meantime, he's hanging with his friends, standing her up, leaving her at home alone when she starts getting attention from another man. She is constantly telling him she's got a man. The rest, you guess, by the title, I Closed Eyes Open. We sometimes think half a man is better than no man, not realizing half a man ain't no man at all. Love is more than a feeling. It's trust, security, promise, and an action. Oh. All right, man. That's right on that book. Mm Mm-hmm. Very good. On point. (laughs) It really is. And we we invite everyone else to join over go on over there and put your comments and uh we'll get them on our next show. But please add your suggestions, add your comments to that uh let's chat topic of the week. It can be found on Leisha's page and uh we love to hear your comments on it. And I'm gonna leave you with a little quote to love is nothing. To be loved is something, but to love and be loved by the one you love is everything. And that's Dr. Alan Zimmerman. All right, now. Talking that talk. (laughs) We appreciate you guys. We're going to have to get metaphorically speaking on. That was totally on, Leisha. I had a true blind moment. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what I was thinking about. No worries. We'll We'll make it happen. Absolutely. We will see you guys on next week. Next week we have a full week, full house mm-hmm. before we go on our um, spring break. So Wednesday we'll have Silk White, actress Martinet French, uh, as well as Vin- uh, Vincent M. Ward. We'll have him on as well. And then mm-hmm. on the 26th we have producer and author Georgia Dawkins. Uh, she has a new book that's getting ready to drop called Positioning. And it's funny um, that we were able to get her on the show because my whole theme, I, I kind of don't do New Year's resolutions. I kind of do things uh-huh. for that particular year. And my theme for 2018 is positioning. You position yourself this year so that you uh-huh. uh, reap a harvest on next year. So I'm like, I'm positioning myself this year to to reap the benefits um for 2019, and so I'm excited mm-hmm. that we were able to get her one. She's so busy, and so her PR people reach back out. We're able to get her on, and then on okay. Friday we have Tacoma, Washington, and Just Jay. Oh, that should be a fun show. <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna have three shows next week. We're excited. We're we are gonna be on break. Um, well. We're going to be on a little break uh, in the month of May. A working break. A working break. break. (laughs) Yeah, in the month of May because we have different events to go to, uh, and Mm -hmm. we'll be doing a lot of traveling between um, May and the the end of June. So we we may not have too many shows, but we do have a few May shows. 
in store for you guys mm-hmm. as we balance out our travel. Absolutely. But we will keep everyone posted and apprised of what the ladies of us chat are up to. Absolutely. We appreciate you guys. Thank you for coming to kick it with us in the chat room. Again, make sure you check out my post. It's also posted in Let's Chat. Um, and I think as well as my Miss WRP page, share it on Tony's page. We want to hear your feedback. We want to talk that talk with you. Mm-hmm. I think um, next month we'll go back to doing a few lives because we don't have many shows. So we we have a lot of little things that we, we have in store for you guys. We appreciate you guys, and we'll see you guys next week. Have a good weekend. Good night.